That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking. Talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Uh, statistically, it is a lousy day. In fact, we were, um, <laughs> oh, we, were right. we were hiking... Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-host. I'm Peter Billman. I'm Cecil Davis. And, you know, we're just trying to have a conversation without Googling it or fact-checking it. Those things can so easily kill the conversation and stunt creativity. And tonight our conversation is happening uh, almost at the last minute. We, we've not missed an episode in probably, what, two years? Well, 115 episodes to be exact. Right. And, uh, but we've cut it as close this week as we've cut it in a long time. It's pretty, it's pretty tight. Pretty tight. We've had a pretty busy week. Today has been a busy day for both of us. Today is your birthday. Happy birthday. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, statistically, it is a lousy day. In fact, we were, um, <laughs> oh, we were, right. we were hiking, we were hiking today. This is very funny. We were hiking today and my wife inadvertently says, Oh, this trail would be so pretty in June. It's <laughs> <laughs> a dead winter. <laughs> and we've, I, I think, I think in 2024, my birthday is being changed to June 16th. Oh, good. good I'm going to do a change. We're going to celebrate my birthday June 16th on behalf of uh, in 2024. Yeah. We're going to abandon the whole December 16th thing. <laughs> but it actually, it was a very good day. Very good day. I saw a um, a cartoon this week that uh, it was the wise men bringing their gifts to Jesus, and they were saying, "Now these are your birthday and your Christmas gifts." I think tonight we're going to talk, or no, I think we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, again, some of the crime sprees that I have been involved in. So uh, several years ago, uh, this was really before I knew you well, um, our house got broken into. No kidding. Yeah. Like, is this within the last 10 years? Last 10 years. Well, maybe 15, last 15 years. You know, I remember when I moved to Winston-Salem, I remember seeing that a, a statistic that Actually, burglaries were very, very, um, per capita, were one of the highest here in Winston-Salem. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, just two nights ago, we left the car door of one of our vehicles op- uh, unlocked, mm-hmm. and someone was doing the going car to car, rifling through people's cars if they were open. We, out of the cars that are in the driveway, only one of them had the doors open, but yep, someone opened the center console and rifled through it looking what we suspect was for cash. Right. They take anything? No, not that we could tell. There's really nothing, nothing to take. Yeah. I've had that happen before where they took like, you know, all the change was cleaned out. Um, and then of course we talked about my car being stolen. But this was pretty interesting. This was uh, during the day. It was like a, just a, a weekday. About 3 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock. And there was a 30-minute window when um, nobody was here. But, like, mm-hmm. people were out in the neighborhood, you know, in our neighborhood, 
people are walking. It's a, you know, it's a spring day. Um, kids are coming home from school. Um, we had two people stop by our house in that window of time to like drop stuff off, like friends. Yeah. Uh, one actually had a key and came in and dropped something off. So there was a very small window of time when nobody was here, like 30 minutes, bright day. Um, and someone kicked in the back door and, uh, and basically took, uh, ended up taking like jewelry and just any cash that they could find really. Really? Jewelry? Yeah. yeah. And so we don't have a lot of stuff to steal, you know, um, that's a, you know, worth, but you know, they passed up electronics and stuff like that. It was just really small stuff. Um, just some like some rings that, you know, they could find of, of Christie's. Uh, but you could see where they went through, like the girls had, um, they had, uh, jewelry boxes that they went through. The weird thing was, is they took, I had a bunch of pennies. Yeah. The cup, they took all the pennies. No kidding. The cup, the cup that they were in was a pewter, well, they call it like a pewter Jefferson cup. Uh-huh. It was actually worth more than the pennies. Oh no. They left the cup and <laughs> took the pennies. And they also had this like cheap old box, like a Walmart box sitting on my dresser. Like, um, I mean, it was, when I say Walmart, I'm just, I'm just saying it wasn't a fancy box. It was like a little keepsake box. And I just had oh, some yeah. knickknack stuff in there, um, that was again worthless, but it meant stuff to me. And so I hated to lose that. So one of those things was a little bitty knife that I'd gotten from my grandmother. No kidding. So they went throughout the entire house in a matter of minutes. Matter of minutes. Yeah. So, so when they, when Christy got home, she realized the back door was open and then she had, you know, they got out of the house, went to a neighbor's house, called the police. But by that time, everybody was, was gone. But I do wonder if when, um, when our neighbor came into the house that time, if somebody was in the house at that point. Right. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it overlapped very closely. But the thing that doesn't sound right, like the house being broken into that, that doesn't, is not what doesn't sound right. What doesn't sound right is how they did it. Right. So the door they broke into was a secure door with a deadbolt, just like they tell you to do. Yeah. Um, but the way they did it is they hit the door hard enough that it split the frame top to bottom. So the deadbolt was still engaged completely. It just, it just plowed through the, uh, the yeah. wood that was, it yeah. was in. Yeah. So I learned that day that you know, police officers said, that especially with like a new construction, which this store was a new door, um, grain, especially with newer wood that's not tighter grain. Uh, yeah. people can hit it hard enough. They'll do that. And it'll just splinter top to bottom. So the, the deadbolt was still fully engaged, but the door frame was just shattered. Good gracious. Yeah. I would have thought that, um, yeah, I would have thought it, well, they must've taken several hits to do that. I don't think they could have done that in one hit. You think? No. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe so. The door was not really that damaged. Um, so they must have hit it just perfectly, however they were doing it. You know, the striker plate comes with long screws that should screw not just through the door frame, but into the stud adjacent to the door frame. Yep. I mean, I imagine that, the, but sometimes they give you short screws. In. Yeah. Now these had, and, I think these had long screws into it that went in. So this was in the, so again, this is 
in the middle of the day, practically under your nose. Oh yeah. Did did you had did you have the dog at the time? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we had okay. a smaller dog. They probably a, invited uh, him in and showed him around. <laughs> it was not. There's a, no way your current dog would have let that fly. I don't think so. What well, current dog let my car be stolen? So. Well, the, the current dog couldn't hear the car being stolen because you had the movie Gone in 60 <laughs> Seconds turned up so loud. Up so loud, that's right. Yeah, So, I, but in talking with the police officer, uh, and then also talking to my brother, you know, uh, he has been the breach. He would do breaching for a SWAT team. Uh, if you hit a door hard enough in the right spot, you can you can shatter the frame like that. But I've learned, even when I've locked my keys out, it doesn't take much to get it. Like, if you're really trying to break into a house, it doesn't take much to break into a house. Well, isn't the old saying is that the locks are really there to keep the honest people honest? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're... Or the, you know, lazy, or the lazy people. Or the lazy people honest. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, you spend all this time putting a radio in your car, and you're like, oh, nobody will ever get this out, but... If somebody's stealing your radio out of your car, they're just ripping it out. They're not going to take it out carefully. Right. Yeah. Or they're just going to take your car. Or they're just going to take your old car. Like I can't get the radio, but I'll just take his car. That's easier. Yeah. yeah. So. So did you did what? What was the repair? What did you do what to you, uh, a repair all the damage, and then b what did you do to improve the security? Yeah. The um. So the door frame had to be replaced. So that night I boarded everything up, but you know, next day you get the door frame replaced. But this time, um, I took a, took a, uh, cue from the doors I have downstairs, which are steel frames. Oh. And so now you put a steel frame around it that goes directly into the stud, makes it a lot harder. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm looking at some of the doors in my house and thinking, Oh yeah. I yeah. bet you a, a, a well-placed kick could get that in. Yeah. And then if you have anything like sliding doors or French doors, I mean, those can't, those are difficult to secure. Oh, right. Well, the big glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can just pop them off the track. Or you just break the glass. Or just break the glass. Which that was the other thing. I had to break into my house one time. Breaking glass is not as loud as you think it's going to be. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I had to break a pane one time in a door and it it made a a slight sound for just you know it was you know in the movies you hear these big crashes and glass falling everywhere it was just a slight tap and that was it and well, and yeah. the glass was gone well especially you know the glass falls onto the inside so it makes a racket on the inside but that noise doesn't leave the house yeah so anyone on the outside is probably just hearing the initial the initial hit, but yeah. after that, there's barely, and it's so quick. Some people, you know, when you hear a noise, it takes a little while for it to register, and then you question whether even you heard it or not. Yeah, like if it's at night, you're not even, you wouldn't even be sure. You could, you could break a glass, and and nobody would even. No, I think that's why these alarm companies have these sensors now for breaking glass. I guess they're pressure sensors. Yeah, they're either pressure sensors or they're just they're just tuned to the the sound of a glass snapping. I know my um those forerunners I have um they're all they're tuned to breaking glass. So if you break the glass, man, the the alarm is the horn is honking. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's nothing there's uh 
it's not an aftermarket kit or anything. It's part of the security system for the car. And if it, if there, it, it if it hears something snap like glass, man, it, it's, it sounds the alarm evidently. I mean, I don't, I've never had the, I've never heard it go off, but I know that it's tuned to breaking glass. So, you know, uh, and the other piece that I did after that was we installed an alarm, a monitored alarm system. Did you really? Yeah. But part of the advantage for that is also rescue knows, you know, if it's monitored, they know who's here and who needs to get out and how to get them out. And, oh, yeah. Um, so some, there were some additional advantages of that. But again, it's kind of like bear proofing something. If somebody was to break in your house, they're going to break in your house. Um, so here's a, here's something, here's something that I felt was a conspiracy that, that, that don't sound right. I think this, I think this happens sometimes. So one of my coworkers, he lives in a small neighborhood and one day in the middle of the day, um, there was an unidentified number of people attempting to break in houses. They were in the back, you know, checking doors, smashing the glass, but they never went inside. Hmm. They would break the glass and then, and then give up. They gave up really, really easily. And they went down the whole row of houses in, on one side of the street in this neighborhood. And then, but no one lost anything. Nobody got in the house. But guess what happened after this incident occurred? Uh, everybody got a security system. Everyone bought a security system. Oh my gosh. Now, I, I don't know. I might be. I don't want to. I don't want to open up a conspiracy um, series here on the podcast. Right. But one has to ask. You know, did does a, do security companies pay some some uh, some individuals to attempt to make it look like you're breaking in the house just to drum up business? Yeah, that is kind of odd, isn't that? We had a guy walking through the neighborhood one day, and he would he was stopping and asking each house if they had a security system because he was you know selling them. And several people called the you know the police on him, but it turned out legitimate. It was just the worst sales pitch in the world. Case in the joint as he's asking the question. Yeah, I mean, like, who's going to tell a stranger? He walks up to your door and says, "Oh, do you have a security system?" I mean, everybody's going to go, "Yeah." I mean, yeah, with electrified door handles. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he, it turned out to be legit. Just a just a poor salesman. Yeah, I um I don't ever um when I talk about bear proofing, then I don't ever respond in the comment section. Typically, um, well, never. I've never. Don't think I ever do that. But so I saw somebody post a um a bear proof box this week on Instagram. Yeah. And I comment. I, I did add a comment that just said, you did not. "I said, was it for, was I, it for sale?" Yeah, yeah. It was a whole video about how it okay. was bearproof. And I just commented. I said, "There is nothing bearproof." Uh, you're one of those guys from our last episode commenting on someone trying to sell something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you I've were doing that, it. I've become that guy. I'm turning your comments yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> But there's no there's no house that can't be broken into. There's no there's no container that's that's bearproof. Now, now my brother said, you know, he was a patrolman for a while. He he said, you know, if, typically if a house had an alarm system, um, they didn't get calls for those houses. That you know, people left those houses alone because they had monitored alarm systems. Yeah. 
um, you know, I guess it's all about just making whatever the easiest target is. You're trying to not be that target. Right. So is it worth then putting up a couple signs? Yeah. And, uh, just make it look like you have an alarm system. A couple stickers here, here and there. Breaking, you know, the thing that's aggravating about somebody breaking in your house is, again, we don't have anything to steal. Um, and the stuff they stole were, you know, it was sentimental, not, you know, they didn't get any money for it. Right. And so that's, that's the hard part. I mean, it's just, you know, I would rather them just come up and say, Hey, can I have money and give them the money than them stealing, you know, something that, um, was sentimental, you know, had sentimental value. The hardest thing I lost was actually a watch that I really liked. Oh, no way. Yeah. It was an Eddie Bauer watch. I do wish I had that back. No kidding. I could go buy one that looks similar, but I don't know. Again, it's just, you know, somebody taking something like that. Right. Well, and also the hassle of um, having to fix your door, right? Uh, That was the worst part. Yeah. I was just like, again, if you want to rob my house, let me know so I can open the door for you. Fix it. That was the most aggravating part was fixing the door and like you still can't get the paint right back on it and there's still a spot on, you know, it's just, it's just a hard repair. (laughs) Guy at work, uh, there is a rash of people breaking into cars and, um, this is, I don't know, 15 years ago and, uh, he left, he, he always left his door open in his car. But somebody broke the window anyway and got inside uh, to take his radio. And he was saying, man, I left it open. Just go in and take it. Now right. I got to get the glass fixed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we had the glass broken out of the van. And the worst part of that was, you know, we didn't lose anything. It was getting the glass fixed. Right. Right. Someone broke into your van breaking the glass. There was uh, in a parking lot one night, several cars got broken into. And so, we didn't, again, nothing was taken out of our van, but they broke the window and um, and the difficult thing about that was just going and having that repair done. Oh, uh, is that the sliding door that you just had repaired recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh my gracious, that was a pain. Like losing stuff is, you know, neither here nor there. It's just the inconvenience of all of it. You know, we we're talking about new construction. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen some of the some of these houses and the way they they're built. But, um, you know, our houses right now, you know, you have a, you've got the studs and on the inside of the house, you've got the sheetrock. And then on the outside of the house, usually you have some kind of wooden planking and then in between is the insulation and on on the outside of the wooden planking or sheathing, then, then there's a either siding or a, um, a brick facade. But some of these really inexpensive homes mm-hmm. is it goes sheetrock studs, then they do that wrap, yeah, and then with some foam, and then nylon or yeah, the nylon siding. Oh, really? Plastic siding. Yeah. So you could literally break into somebody's house through the wall with a razor blade because oh. all you got to do is get your razor blade out. Cut the nylon or the, no, the vinyl. It's not nylon. Yeah. Vinyl siding. Right. Cut the vinyl siding, pull out the insulation, then use, use your, your razor blade, score the sheetrock that's now on the inner layer, pop it out, and you're in the house. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that great? I mean, that, 
That's, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, you could even just punch a hole in it, really. You wouldn't even need to cut it. Well, that's the thing with, you know, secure doors. A secure door is only as secure as, of, as the wall next to it is. Right. That's right. Yeah. So you can't so just do, have a secure door. You have to have a secure wall. So do all your door frames, are they all metal now? Yep. They're all metal now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So they, um, yeah. So now it's, uh, so everything the door is attached to is also secure. So now you have to figure out a, a good way to fix windows when they could break your window to get in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, window, I think, is a little more limiting because then you got to crawl through. I'm not saying it would stop anybody, but it's a it's a harder. It's not the path of least resistance. Yeah. Here's something that don't sound right. I got a I had a friend. They went away to Europe and um, they uh, their window. Someone broke into their house by breaking, uh, breaking the glass and coming in. And, uh, another friend of ours went and checked on the house mm. and the glass was broken. And, um, we called the police. Police came over and, um, the, uh, so we called our friends there in Europe. We got a hold of them and they said, okay, check here, check there. Check there. I mean, they had stuff hidden in the bags of rice. They had stuff hidden oh, in the bags of bread. Right. Right. And the robber knew where to look and got about just about everything. It was unbelievable. They were hiding things in places I didn't even think of. Uh, they knew to think about hiding it there, but still the burglar still knew to look in those places and got just about everything. Yeah. It was stuff, unbelievable. The stuff that we had hid was all in the wrong places too. So they, you know, they went right to almost everything in our house and got, you know, where jewelry was. Yeah. Did, so so did, did the police tell you we're not to hide the stuff? No, just from like CNL TV or whatever. Our, all our stuff was not hidden well. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, so the fact that they hid it in all these places and they found it, that's, that's crazy. It's like, what was an example of a hard place you thought was to hide it and they found it? Oh, no, I'm saying we didn't have our stuff hidden in hard places. Oh, oh we, okay. We had all our stuff in the wrong places, you know, like bedroom drawers and things like that. Oh, they, okay. just, they went right to all our stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fact, no, these, that, um, these... uh, the fact that um, they found it in unusual places, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, another thing you can't believe is I think we've come to the end of uh, another That Don't Sound Right. Well, good grief. Before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on the platform you listen with? Also, if you're a longtime listener, please give us a rating. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a five-star rating. We know we got an email from Brad, and uh, he feels strongly that a five-star rating means perfection. All right, man, just give us a four-star rating. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Or three. Yeah, leave a review. It'll help others find us and join the conversation. If you're listening and not liking us, at least you're listening. Hey, man, that's a, that's right. All right, let me uh, wonder. We got our advertiser, Wonderfully Made Designs, is a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Use TDSR10 for 10% off your first purchase. Uh, that Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I'm your co-host, Cecil. I'm also your sound engineer. 
Peter is your other host, and he does all our web design. Camille is our barista. Emily does our graphic design. Ella does our Instagram. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Brent is our international brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I got ahead of you. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. 